Welcome to this edition of the Morrinsville Baptist Podcast. Uh, It's great to have you listening in and we hope that this message comes as a great encouragement and blessing to you. Uh, If you'd like to know any more information about Morrinsville Baptist Church, please check out our website at www.morrinsvillebaptist.com. Hello to everybody, everybody here, everybody online, including family in America. Um, it's great to be able to communicate to people um, and friends and family locally and internationally. Uh, and uh, this is a great privilege I have here to be speaking with you this morning. Uh, we've been in, in Morrinsville since 2008, doing other stuff other than here. Um, but it's nice to be able to connect with so many friends who are already here um, this morning with us and and, um, new friends that that we would like to to be making as well. Well, I'll be talking about Abel. Um, Now, Abel was a bloke who lived a long time ago. Actually, Jesus referred to him as as an historical person, along with his mum and dad. Um, And... uh, uh, and Abel, certain thing happened to Abel by his brother, his, his brother Cain, that he got murdered. And so Abel didn't have a chance to speak verbally or write anything down or anything like that, but there was an action that spoke louder than words that he did. And this is reported on in, in, in Genesis in chapter 4. Now, we don't have time to read chapter 4, um, but you can check up on me uh, afterwards. But I want to read this passage from Hebrews. The writer to the Hebrews, I don't know who he was, the writer to the Hebrews referred to um, uh, Abel at, as the beginning of, of a long series of people who had faith. Right? And I'll read this. It says, But we're not, although this is... Uh, the last verse of the previous chapter. But we're not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, like Cain, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls, like Abel. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The assurance is like a, 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 um, a title deed of, of, let's say, a house or property or whatever. It, it's a, it's a, a, a a, a thing that a person can know for sure within them. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. No man has seen, no person has seen God at any time, but one can have a relationship with God. For by it, that is by faith, the people of old receive their commendation from God. The word is witnessed. God has witnessed what's gone on in their hearts. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God. It didn't create itself. It's not self-created. It was created by God, who's outside of space and time. Verse 3, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. By faith, verse 3, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, So what is seen, sorry, I've read that already. By faith, verse 4, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous, God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, 
he still speaks. And verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. I want to, so I want to talk about three things this morning. The creation, just briefly, in relation to this. Faith, what is it? And what is it that, that Abel is still saying to us today, even today, even though he lived so long ago? Well, first of all, our faith is in God, who is the creator of the universe. Other religions talk about, about their gods or a concept of God that is part of this universe. No, the God that created the universe is, is beyond space and time. In the beginning of Hebrews, it says, Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors, talking to the Jewish people, by the prophets at different times and in different ways. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. God has appointed him, the Son, heir of all things, and made the universe through him. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of his nature. Sustaining, that's the present tense, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. That's a Hebrew way of saying that, that after the death and resurrection of Jesus, he ascended to the Father and, 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 and there he reigns with Father over, over everything. Paul talks about it in, in different terms. Now everything, the entire universe, space, time, matter, energy, all living things, you and me, God is the creator of everything that is. He is the creator and therefore he is the owner of everything that is, including you and me. Only he made us in his image so that we can love him freely from our hearts or have the choice to walk the way of Cain away out of the presence of God. God himself is uncreated and eternal and he is the cause of everything that exists. Everything is dependent. Everything is contingent upon God for its existence. The, the um, atheist will, will say everything that exists is in the universe and there's nothing beyond the universe. This is their faith. This is what they believe. Um, but you know, back in um, Christmas Day, there was a, a space telescope called the James Webb Space Telescope that was launched into space. Um, it is uh, about four times the distance of the moon on the other side of the moon. That's its destination. The moon is about uh, approximately 400,000 kilometres from Earth. So it's quite a long way out. And it's an orbiting, the, orbiting the sun at that, at that point. They call it the, the, the second Lagrange point. That aside, what the space telescope will do, it, it will, it will um, be able to photograph the universe 
in the infrared spectrum, because that's why, it's plated, that's why the mirrors are plated gold. And, and from this, it'll be way, 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 way better than Hubble. You've heard of Hubble. And we'll be able to see right back to the beginning of the universe, at least to the first stars that were formed, and evaluate with all the instruments that the astronomers have, been, and it's phenomenal what they have. They'll be able to phenomenate what these stars were made of, how hot they were, how, and so forth, all that long time back. You see, astronomers actually see things Unlike other sciences, they see things as they happened a long time ago. Astronomers can only look into the past. You know, the, the, the light from the sun takes eight minutes to get to us. And then, there's the, and then there's the stars, the planets and the stars and the galaxies and so forth. See, God has created this wonderful universe all for us here on Earth so that we, the pinnacle of his creation, can, can explore his universe and come to know the creator of the universe personally for ourselves because we were created in his image. That's how special that we are. We are created in the image of, 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 of God whom no one can, can, can see. The Bible begins with these words, <clears throat> and you all know them. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, now Hebrew with, with a limited vocabulary of only a couple of thousand words, unlike English, um, apart, apart from names of things, uh, had, had an expression for the universe, and it's, this, it's these words, the heavens and the earth. It's, it's the totality of everything. So in the, in the beginning, there was a beginning, last century, Scientists actually had to were actually forced into believing that the universe was not eternal and that it had a beginning. An atheist scientist says, mockingly called it the Big Bang, and it stuck, I guess. But actually, what it was was God creating the universe out of nothing. And and what the scripture says to us is is that. Uh, is, is that the word of God, God's, and this is used the word, uses the word for a spoken word, the word of God is, is the design, if you like, the mind of God, is prior to matter. Matter didn't come first. God, who is eternal, spoke everything into existence. He's the great designer, engineer, um, artist, um, supermind of every, everything, infinitely so. And we are created wonderfully in his image. And he wants us to know him. So what is this? What about faith? This, this, this uh, passage talks about faith. Now, now we know, we use the term the faith for the, for the Christian um, belief system and so forth. Um, but it's not referring to that here. When the, word, the word faith is, is a noun and the word believe is, is a verb of, of, of the same basic word. Now people believe in all kinds of different things. Everybody believes in something. You can't live life without believing in things. And everybody has faith in stuff. But not everybody has faith in God because, because this, is, this is a personal thing that God wants us to know him through faith. 
so, so we have uh, biblical faith is, is more than belief that something is true. Even the demons believe that God exists, but they don't have faith in God. That's in, just an intellectual thing. But, but faith means, like Abel, he, he made a sacrifice that was acceptable to God and God witnessed that, that, uh, um, that what Abel did in his sacrifice came from his heart in worship to God, his creator. Abel did a sacrifice, um, see, see uh, so Cain did a sacrifice, I should say. Cain was a, was a worker of the ground. He's a, he's a crop farmer, whereas Abel was a sheep farmer. Maybe he had cows, I don't know. Um, but but uh, uh, it, it, what they presented to God was supposed to have been the, the best of, of, of what they, they had in, the, in, their, in their livelihood as an offering to God. But the problem with Cain was he did the outward religious thing. He offered his, his stuff, but God knew what was in his heart. And God didn't accept the way of Cain. And, and Cain, his, it says his face fell. Right. Because God wouldn't accept him. It wasn't that he didn't believe God exists. He believed God existed all right. But because God didn't accept him, even though God gave him plenty of opportunity, he went out from the presence of God and never came back into the presence of God. But Abel through Cain's murder of, of, of Abel, went directly into the presence of God. You know, Jesus said that this sort of thing has been going on right from the very beginning, and it's still going on today. Millions of people are, are, are dying because they have this personal relationship with God and people hate it. And, and um, people, it says in, in Revelation 6, that, um, that all these, these people who've been killed because of their trust in God um, are saying, God, how long before are you going to sort this, all this stuff out and, and give justice? And, and, and God says, and wait a little, little while longer until all those who, have, who believe in me um, join us and then the judgment will happen. Then everybody will be held account, as Paul said, by Jesus and God gave proof of this through raising Jesus from the dead. What about faith in Abel? Again, Abel speaks to us because God approved of what he did by faith. You know, um, with, with Abel, uh, you, you imagine the, the event that happened was that um, Cain, Cain said to, to Abel, hey bro, let's go out into the field away from our, our, our folks and let's have some bro time together. And unsuspectingly, the younger brother Abel said, yeah, fine, let's go. We don't have it. And, and, uh, um, and unsuspectingly, Cain got up and killed him. And, and God said to God came and said to, to, to Abel, I uh, don't know quite how that all happened, but hey, 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 Cain, where's your brother Abel? He says, how do I know? I, I'm, a, I'm not my brother's babysitter. 
And, and God said to Cain, listen, your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now you're a worker of the ground. The ground will no longer yield to you the crops that it once gave. And Cain said, oh, how can I, how can I live? Someone's gonna, I'll be a wanderer. Someone's going to kill me. Actually, you know that. You know the question, where did, where did Cain get his wife? I just want to say this on the side because this is an interesting um, thing that people say. Where did, where did Cain get his wife to have, to have, have all, his, all the kids? Well, the Bible just gives us the little bits of information that we need to know so that we can have faith in God and we can understand what God is doing in the world. It doesn't like the modern historian wants to know all the little bits and pieces and all in the chronological order, all the different things. Actually, the Bible isn't interested in, the, in chronology as our modern minds want to know. It, the Bible is interested in, in our relationship with, with God because it's, God speak, it's God's word. God is speaking to us. God is speaking to mankind so that people will put their trust in him and not in the things of this world. Well, just let me wind this up by saying, how is Abel speaking to us now? Because he is, he is still saying stuff to us through his, through his sacrifice. He, one, he pleased God as creator through what he did. Two, he was sacrificed and murdered because of, because of, of his, his love for God. Three, he points us to Christ and the sacrifice for all the offspring of Adam and Eve, all humanity, past, present, and future. You see, Abel's sacrifice pointed to Christ way, way in the future. We look back and we, we look back at the sacrifice that Christ did on the cross, dying to save us from our sins. Um, and we, and we, we, we can understand how the, the sacrifices of all the Old Testament pointed to Christ and, and we're anticipating his coming. Because those sacrifices themselves didn't save them from their sins, they pointed to Christ in the future. Christ died for the sins of all humanity, past, present and future, until the end of this world. He will meet us, this is Abel, <laughs> he will meet us at the resurrection of all who love God, right? Cain's martyrdom of, of, of Abel was the first of the millions who give their lives as witnesses of their trust in God, past, present, and future. Millions. God knows all our hearts and all our attitudes. He knows every thought we ever think, pardon my English, in, 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 of every person in the whole world who ever lived. God is, is, is beyond space and time. He's, he's the creator, the originator of everything. He upholds everything that's hap that happens through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So he knows our hearts and attitudes. He knows whether we trust him or like Abel through his act of faith, or he knows that we're actually following the way of Cain away from God. 
even though outwardly we may be following the religious Christian thing. He knows, he knows what's going on in our hearts and minds. He knows, he knows all things. Um, as David said, you can't get away from God's presence. Nowhere. Space? <laughs> you want to go to Mars? <laughs> You'll meet your maker on the way, by the way. <laughs> you, you won't get there intact. You know, God gave us this beautiful earth, this, this world, temporary as it is, so that we might find God put our faith in him and spend the eternity with God in the world to come, which is vastly, vastly better and greater than anything we can experience here on earth. So have we turned ourselves from our sin against God and have we put us, our trust in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to follow him in his way? Or are we actually following the way of Cain? Jesus died for our sins and he rose again from death so that we can be in a right relationship with God. God, our creator, our maker, becomes our Lord. Thank you.